Hi, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Alini. And, and welcome, welcome to Tea with, with Friends. Cheers. All right, friends. So if you are watching on YouTube, you can see that we have two special guests. We do. It's a special day here. We have our first in-person guest. It's very exciting. Ooh, um, so you've probably heard us talk about these two ladies before. Um, these are our roommates, or my roommates, but Katie is part of the house, so it's our roommates. So to my left, if you can see it on the YouTube video, is Jocelyn. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and we have Isabel. Hello, hello. And yeah, we're going to be just hanging out and chatting. So before we get started, though, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? Um, let's see, what should we do? We should say, you've already done your names. You can tell us. Names, profession, and what you are um, drinking tonight. Yes, exactly. What are you drinking tonight? Um, so I'm, here. I'm Jocelyn. Um, my profession is I'm a teacher, so love that. Um, it takes a lot of my time. And then what I'm drinking right now is ginger ale and water because I feel like if I start drinking wine, I'm going to start name dropping some people <laughs> in this podcast. And before you know it, I'm going to get some people texting me being like, why were you talking about me last night? Ooh, <laughs> Jocelyn will so spill the tea. I will spill the tea with drinks. a little bit of wine. Yes. So <laughs> Isabel heard me spill all the tea last weekend. <laughs> Well, nice to meet you, Jocelyn. Yes. Um, thank you for being here. Oh, of course. <laughs> thank you for being here. And Isabel. All right. I'm Isabel. I work in the talent acquisition space currently at Credit Karma. I am drinking a nice White Claw and a glass of rosé. That's on deck. Absolutely. Yep. Well, we have these two specialists here. And again, talent acquisition. Oh. <laughs> Let's just talk about that for a second. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love that. Talent acquisition. For, but currently Credit Karma, but currently. What currently. talent are you acquisitioning? <laughs> like, I feel like this is like where you're getting some like um, actresses to come or something. <laughs> that yes. is what I feel like. Sadly, no actresses, just good old software engineers <laughs> or who knows what. I, I can't mean, even tell you. That's amazing. Well, Alini, what are you drinking tonight? So I also have a white claw. I have a raspberry white claw. And once I finish this, I'll be moving on to a rosé as well. And I'm wearing my wine night sweatshirt because it's Friday night and it's wine night. Is it actually Friday? It yes. is Friday, my friend. <laughs> Today's been a long day. There's one story I wanted to share today. Okay, please do. Alini, it's not a it's not a podcast. Alini doesn't have a story to share. For those of you guys that have been listening, you know that I got a new job, and when you get new employment, usually that means your insurance can possibly change. And so I am switching to Kaiser as of tomorrow, May first, and with that means I have to leave um, my doctor because my doctor is not in the Kaiser network. And I've been seeing Dr. Stephen Lane since I was in the third grade. And today we had an appointment um, on like the web. You know, it's like we could do like a video, a video, yeah, virtual one. And yes, it was a virtual appointment. And um, he had a medical student. And I was telling his medical, because Dr. Lane always has medical students because he's just an amazing doctor. But um, the medical student was there and I was like, yeah, Daryl, you don't know this, but like, I've been seeing Dr. Lane since I was in third grade. He was like, actually, I did know that because he told me that. And I was like, oh, he told you about me. I mean, probably just like right before the appointment, but still, <laughs> I was really excited. And I was like, yeah, this is like a heartbreaking moment for me because I'm switching insurance and I'm not gonna be able to see Dr. Lane. Yeah, I told him like, don't worry, once I can move back to like having, I don't know, Blue Anthem or whatever, I'm coming back to Paul Walton Medical Foundation. I'm going back to Dr. Lane because that man, I want him to be my doctor when I have children, and I want him to be my children's <laughs> doctor. Like, I just love him. 
Oh. I mean, he's seen me grow up. He always asked me about school. He literally was like, how's your mom doing? Tell your mom I say hi. Because he's my entire family's doctor. Yeah. Right. So anyway, that's um, shout out to Dr. Lane, even though you're not listening so you don't know this exists. Shout out to Dr. Lane. Well, he's so... <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. Big fan. <laughs> okay, do you guys have any highlights to share of your life this week? I think like the only highlight was when we all went out. Yes, <laughs> actually, we... So last time we recorded was right before we were, went to go, we were going to go wine tasting with y'all. And we talked about it, so we should talk about how fun that was. Isabel, where did we go for wine tasting? We went to Dorsich Winery in Gilroy. Free wine tastings, if you're a member. Um, Which Isabel is, so, <laughs> so I Isabel hooked it up. Hook up. Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah, they told us they're going to be doing live music soon. Oh, yeah. And we were all we're like, going. oh, cool, we'll be back. Oh, well, I think the best part about it was that we could bring our own food, because I think a lot of wineries, you have to bring, you have to like buy their food mm-hmm. if they offer food. So I liked that aspect yeah. and yeah. just the, the amount of wine for the no money and right then, <laughs> right yeah, and it, it was really tasty too sometimes when you go to wine tasting there's like one that you're like eh, i could have lived without that but oh, i really enjoyed all, all of them yeah and then we like they moved us over to the picnic table and we just sat there and then after we were done wine tasting we're like let's go to dinner let's go yeah so we just kept the party going it was we a did. fun night i know that I, was so fun i woke up the next morning and i was thinking like how loud were we talking at that very wedding? loud I, we were obnoxious like looking over or looking behind me and the couple was like check please check Can like we we're check? leaving because i don't think we were that bad. I don't know. Like they looked very um, annoyed at us because we were just there was nothing we were holding back. From there, was no no. <laughs> there was no There was none. Absolutely. Yeah. In the <laughs> middle of the courtyard, just so you know what? Just going just for going it. Just going for it. it. My <laughs> thing is, if you can't be happy that other people are like enjoying themselves, yeah. then, then you gotta leave. check. Like, yeah, then you should leave because, yeah. especially because it's like it's one of those things where we weren't bothering anybody. We weren't like breaking anything. We weren't being like super loud. We yeah. were just laughing and having a good time and I don't know I don't think we were that yeah I've seen worse if I was a server um I would have looked at our table and been like those girls are the girls that I want to sit with no one said anything either so yeah right nobody said anything it was outside also I mean it's COVID nobody's going outside anymore so it's like how do you expect us to know how to serve like Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's okay, been a minute. Cool. It's been a minute. We don't know how to be in public. Just kidding. Part that I remember is when we were talking about how we wanted a sugar rim on our lemon yes. cello. And they oh. heard us. Yeah, yeah. And the bartender, yeah however you pronounce it. Yeah. And the bartender comes up to us like a minute later and was like, so you want a sugar rim? Yeah, oh. just like, oh, well, it yeah, was so we could embarrassing. see the bar from where we were sitting and we saw that he poured all the drinks in the glasses and they're like the martini glasses and there was no sugar rim. Yeah. And we were just like lamenting that there was no sugar yeah. rim. We and weren't so he, asking for a new one. No. It was more of like we were just we were like, like we're oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, next time we'll get, we're going to ask. Yeah. yeah. So then he walks over and he's like, so you guys all want lemon, like a lemon rim? And we're like, yeah. And so he went and poured <laughs> all of them out put a, like a sugar rim and then poured him back. Into I the tipped him well. He was yes. very nice. Yeah. I wasn't expecting for us to go out after wine tasting. I expected to go home and like watch a movie. And so I had <laughs> groceries delivered between the hour of five and 9 PM. And we left our house to go to dinner at like four forty-five, And so I kept checking my phone and the groceries were delivered at seven 30. And I was like, you guys, I should go home. And like, I had like eggs. I had, Chicken. Like, like, it's cold outside. No, <laughs> and actually, the groceries were totally fine. Because um, the next morning, the first thing I texted Alini was, how, how are the groceries? groceries? <laughs> so when I left, I was Ubering. So I call my Uber, and there's, like, a couple sitting at a table, like, while I'm waiting. And I'm like, 
you guys, I just want to let you know that my Uber is this color and this is a license plate in case I get kidnapped. Oh my God. <laughs> you said that to a bunch of strangers? Oh. Just a couple. And they look at, they're like, all right. And they're like, and the girl's like, oh my God, thank you so much for telling me. She's like, all I listen to is Crime Junkie. And I was like, yes. And they just got engaged. Oh, good for them. But I like literally showed them the Uber Let's and the license away. plate. And, but then he came and they're like, yes, you're great. Go. And then I got in the Uber and I was like really paranoid for some reason. So I call Chris and I'm like, hi, like I'm on the way, like trying to get him to stay on the phone with me. And he was like, you're being really weird. What are you doing? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And he was like, are you in danger? And I was like, no, I don't really think so. And he was like, okay, then I'll talk to you when you get here. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like you need to stay on the phone with me. I was like, when, if an Uber picks you up, you ask the Uber, who are they picking up? So if a car, like you, they're, right. who, yeah. who are you picking up? If they say your name, then I'm comfortable getting in it because a stranger wouldn't know that your name is Katie right. or your name is Eleni or Isabel. Yeah. So it's always good to be like, who are you picking up? And then take pictures of like the yes. license plate and send it to somebody. Yeah. You know, they on TikTok, they have like videos where it's like, if you're stuck on it, like if you're in like a sketchy situation in an Uber, use a sound and it's like a oh pre-recorded God, yeah. conversation. We're like, oh yeah, like we're all here. I have your location. Like, um, I'm standing outside. I'll see you soon. So that, because if you're going home, like, to your own house and, like, you don't live with anybody. That's true. They don't want, like, you don't want your Uber driver to know that. Like, you always tell them you're going to meet up with friends. You never say you're just going home. Um, remember when we were talking to the couple that was on the first date? Oh, my God. Does yes. anybody yes. remember the differences in stories? Yes. Because yes. I was talking about yes. that, about how, like, we asked her, hey, how's the first date going? And she's like... We're just like friends from work, like it's good. And then she went up to the restroom and we're like, hey, how's the first date going? He's like, it's so great. Like, I'm so happy we're dating. And I was like, I feel like she thought of this more. But like didn't she ask him he, out? Yeah, he said yeah. that yeah. she, she asked, asked him. him. Yeah. Well, then she looked like she wasn't having fun because she was like, oh, we're just friends from work. Like, yeah, she's like, oh, we're coworkers. We just thought we'd get a drink after work. And he was like, yeah, she asked me out on a date and it was great. I'm like, either, <laughs> either she's just like playing it off really yeah. cool yeah. or you don't understand that this is just like two co-workers getting I would drinks. play it off too if a group of strangers were asking I me. I, I wouldn't. Like, I would be like, thank you for asking. Like, this is who he is. This I is how got, we met. I literally would have grabbed my drink and like sat with, well, if, maybe if it wasn't COVID, oh I would have grabbed he, my drink. He was caught in the thing. okay, my baby? Nice. Pick him up. He's fine. That's what the harness is for. You just Anyways, like grab I really him. enjoyed that moment, but they didn't really feed into it as much as no, I would have fed no, into it. No. If it was like that group of girls saying that to me on a date, I'd be like, Woo! Like yeah, I would have enjoyed it. it, and then I would have been like, three other people just saw me. So if I get kidnapped tonight, they know who I wear. <laughs> right, Literally, exactly. <laughs> I I just love talking to strangers, though. That's just me. You know, actually, it was funny. I I ended up taking accidentally taking a really long shower today because I had like a whole conversation with myself in the shower. It was great. Oh. <laughs> About what? I don't know. I was just like acting out a scene with myself. I was playing both parts. Like when I was washing my hair and I had to face the water, I was one character. And when I was washing my hair and I was facing the other way, I was a different character. Oh, and, yep. Okay. <laughs> Wait, was it like a real like scene, or was it something you had like curated? It was a scene that I had come up with in my head last night when I was falling asleep, and so I was continuing the storyline today. This is why I'm writing books because I need to put stuff on paper because I have great. What I think is great ideas. We'll see. Jocelyn, at least you don't share a bathroom with her. <laughs> I know, like, I wonder if I, because I know, like, I hear when you guys, like, both play your music, but, like, in those moments, I was like, I wonder if I would just one day just hear a lady just talking to herself in the shower and 100%. be like, what? 
Yeah, if I'm not if I'm not creating a scene, I'm accepting an Oscar. I'm I don't know having a fight with someone that I wanted to like saying things I wish I'd said ten years ago to them. You know, well, running I, into a next boyfriend with like my super hot fiance. Like, I think we that's all what I kind do of like, have those moments where I mean I see that too. Like I'll be in the car and I'll be like thinking of a scenario and I was like I wish I would have said that in that moment. And I kind of oh almost God, like yeah. regret it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but for me it's more like a that day thing. Like I'm reviewing the day. I'm like. I should have done that or like right. whatever. It's not like a act out in the shower type of thing for sure, me, but sure. to each their own. Well, if I'm not thinking about something that's like happening in my life, like the past couple of days, I've just been running errands, going to the dentist and I don't have anything like, I, I, I don't think, oh, I wish I would have said this to Dr. Q, right? So when I have nothing to like mule over or process, I create some whole other, like my shower experiences are a lot different. I'm like, <laughs> let's just, you're just like, like take hair. the shower. No, yes. mine's a whole production. Sometimes I tap dance in the shower. Oh, yeah. I at almost, least you don't have downstairs neighbors. Yeah. Well, so I don't do it anymore, but I used to at home. And then when I still lived with my parents, I used to like do a little tap dance because I love the way it sounds on the water. Yeah. Almost died because I slipped. <laughs> well, Luckily I yeah. caught myself on the glass door and my mom, came rushing in cause she heard me and like a whole bunch of like shower stuff fell on the floor. She's like, what are you doing in here? I was like, I was stop dancing. She's like, never again, you're gonna die. <laughs> you are unreal. <laughs> like sharing a bathroom with me when I have a ton of products. The hair. I shed a lot. Yes. Yes. I try to pick it up off the floor every single day, but. I don't think you do. I do. <laughs> I Ali, don't believe you. You leave hair here. <laughs> not on purpose. I know it's not on purpose. <laughs> Whenever I, like, I'll be, I'll be like going to the bathroom and I see it on the floor and I just like try to pick up as much as I can every single day. I, I honestly don't believe you, but. <laughs> you don't have to. I just, I shed that much apparently. Why do you shed so much? Well, I don't know. Let's be like a product you're using. I've <laughs> been like that since I hit puberty. I just have like, well, and that's because you don't see how much I shed in the shower and I collect it on the wall <laughs> and throw it in the trash can. I feel like I shed a lot too. I think, I, I don't know. I shed so much. I feel like I'm a normal Shedder. I shed I, too much, but it's clear. So I think it's biological. I think I think it has that to do sense. with like our different heritages, because follicles or something. I, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say follicles. As a Portuguese woman, I just naturally have more hair in general, and I think I shed because I shed a lot and still have a full head of hair. Like make yeah. it make sense. I mean, I kind of could argue that. I mean, I have a lot of hair. Yeah, Luckily, my hair is thin. Yes, but me they're too. like. I, like when I shower at my boyfriend's house, I swear he's like, "Do you see the like hair in the drain?" And like went in there, like pulled out this like hairball. He has like since I've been dating him, he's had a snake, and I put my hair on the wall, right? Because right, like, right. I grew up with sisters, and so like our, my dad was always like, "Your guys's hair is like in our freaking yeah. like tub. You clean it out." So I like know to like put my hair somewhere. Yeah. And yep. since he's been dating me, he's had to snake his shower twice. I should be <laughs> bald, and he tells me that all the time. He's like, "With the amount of hair, like he'll do yes. laundry and he'll get balls." my hair and he's like with the amount of hair i find he's like i'm surprised you're not bald <laughs> no you guys don't understand <laughs> literally if i if i wear my hair in a bun for three days and then shower i could fit a wig with the amount of hair it comes out of my head i think it's because it's like it's up because you're naturally supposed to lose hair throughout right. the day and so when you keep it up in a bun, it keeps not, it in yeah. there so then when you take a shower it's like and then i get yeah so or like the next day when i go brush my hair anytime i straighten my hair brush my hair i swear there, you, there's yeah. just hair everywhere well i, I do do my best i promise i do my best <laughs> i know I, it's annoying i did i did not learn about this hair on in the, the shower thing because 
I'm not as well endowed and my hair doesn't really shed. I mean, it does, but like, I mean, my hair like breaks, but I don't get like a long hair to like put on oh. a wall. I and I did done, like the wall sticking. Clumps. No, I've never had to oh, do the wall what? sticking or anything. Like when I shampoo my hair, like nothing, like a few things come out, but like nothing really. And I'm so jealous. Yeah. I can't <laughs> run my hand through my hair without having hair in my hands. Yeah. It's a problem. I, okay, I'm not even going to go. You got to love what you have. Um, so my hand is healing nicely, if you oh, can yes, see, by the way. Cut. Well done. We're glad. <laughs> um, and so I told all my students about it because um, it was really traumatic for me. Right, totally. And they know my mom. And so, you know, we just wanted to share the whole thing. Hi, Jill. <sighs> she doesn't listen. <laughs> no, it was Anna. That's fine. First time oh I ever God. shaved my legs was I was in my mom's bathroom for whatever reason. I was in junior high no i was in elementary school middle school probably like fifth grade and her razor was in the shower and i just i just looked at it and i was like i'm gonna shave my legs and i grabbed it and it was a brand new razor and i just skinned my leg i oh my a fifth grader with like really thin light skin just like whoosh and i was like well now there's no way pretending like i didn't use her my mom's razor (laughs) without permission because i literally have to go downstairs and be like can you fix me i think that would be a great next place to go when was your guys' first time shaving? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you remember? I want to say it's, like, closer when I was, like, probably, like, eighth grade. So this is going to be a very traumatizing experience to talk about. So I was at my babysitter's house because, like, my both of my parents worked. And so I used to go to a babysitter's house. And um, one of the kids that went there, who also happened to go to my school, um, we were all just, like, you know, when you're, like, in elementary, everybody just, like, plays and tackles each other and yeah, stuff like totally. that. Like, totally normal. And so... I commented on how hairy his legs were and he took so offense to that and he was like chasing me around or whatever and then he like tackled me and he lifted up my pant leg <gasps> and he turns around and he's like your legs are hairier than mine <gasps> and I remember this and I was like oh, oh no. my god I like and I never like that was a moment that I was like oh my god like I need to start doing something about this and this was probably like fifth sixth yeah. grade um maybe a little bit Usually younger oh, actually I want to think I want to say it's like sixth seventh grade um And so it was like right around then that I was like, dude, I need to start shaving. So I, (laughs) I remember like shaved, but I was so scared of my mom finding out because my mom is like, no, like you need to ask when you're about to do things. And I think I dry shaved (laughs) my my legs. Luckily I didn't cut myself, but my legs felt like, you know, like that weird feeling. And I was like, oh my God, I did this wrong. So then after that, I I like was, I told my mom. (laughs) And so I, that, yeah, that was like the moment that I was like, damn, I I have to start doing something. That's horrible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was probably seventh grade. I thought you were going to say seven years old. I was like, damn, girl. Seven. Oh, I thought you were going to say 17. Oh. <laughs> really, like, no story. I was just like, hey, mom, I'm going to shave my legs. And I did. And I do remember, like, the first day I went to school, a little seventh grader with my, like, shaved legs and shorts. I was, like, in class just, like, petting my legs. It was, like, the smoothest oh, your legs will ever be. I love it. In your entire life. Yeah. I think I was probably also in, like, sixth or seventh grade. And I remember, because, like, my hair is, like, you can see on my arm. Like, I have arm hair, but, like, yeah, it's blonde. blonde. And so, like, yeah. you couldn't really see my hair, but it was just, like, everyone else was doing it. Right. No. It was more just me being, like, mom, like, everyone else is doing it. I wanted, like, when my friends started doing it like I wanted to start doing it too right you want to like fit in you want to like, fit everyone in else is doing it. well then okay also now this is popping into my head is my first period story Ooh. which I don't know if you guys are okay talking about this but I'm completely oh, okay. fine I'm talking about this um so my first period was in the summer between um 
sixth and seventh grade. So I was just about to turn 13 because I was like older for my grade or whatever. And my fam, or no, like my friend and I were going away on this camp called like Camp Kennelin. And the Sunday before we left, we left on a Monday. I was like, I don't think this is it, but like maybe it is. And then I like took a nap and my parents were like taking a nap too. And then I like woke up again, like from my nap. And I was like, wait, like there's more, like this is terrifying. And I walked into my mom's room and my dad's room and they're both napping. And I just immediately start crying. I'm like, I don't know what it is. I think it's my Did period. You, oh, you knew it was a period. You didn't think you were just bleeding and no, dying. No, 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 okay, no, good. Okay. I was like scared to like grow up. I was yeah. like, I don't like, know what why? to do. Um, and so then like, I, I like dealt with it. I have like a panty liner or whatever. We went to like a music in the park that night, like downtown oh, Los Gatos. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I had to go like change it in a porta potty. And I was like so scared. Like people would like see like the panty liner in my back pocket when I was like walking there. <laughs> what if I die? What am I in the porta potty? Oh, and then gosh. I had to go to the camp being on my period, which was horrifying to me. Yep. Yeah. But ever since then, you know, it really gets less scary. Periods kind of like dominate your life. Oh, 100%. Like you get like one, yeah, you get like one week of feeling normal. And then like the week before I cried, everything I was telling Isabel today, I was <laughs> oh, like, yeah. honestly, I'll see a dog video in my like the week before my yeah. period and I'll be just staying in bed watching dog video and I'm bawling. And I'm like, yeah. why am I doing this? Yeah. And it's because it's just so crazy. Like yeah. what? <laughs> I also get very emotional the, the week before my period. It's this song. It's called, That's Just How It Goes by Role Model. That's just how it goes. Came on in my car after school and I was just crying. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think my story was like anything really exciting. I think, well, I had already known about it. I was kind of like the late bloomer. Like all mm. of my like girlfriends had already had theirs. And I remember like my best friend's mom, she came up to me and she's like, like, you're going to get yours soon. And mm -hmm. I'm like, this is so weird that like some older lady is like telling me this right now. Yeah. Um, because I didn't really want to like talk about it. And then I just remembered, like, I just, one day it just happened. Like you're just sitting there and you're just like, oh, this feels weird. Mm -hmm. And then I went and I literally just text my mom and I was like, so I think I just started my period. And my mom was like, cool. Like, it was just like simple. Like my mom, that's like, nice. didn't, my mom didn't want to make like this whole big deal about it. Cause oh, she knows me. Nice. I get embarrassed by things like yes, that. Yes. I think that's a good thing. And so she was just like, here's your stuff. Like, if you need me to teach you how to use it, like, go for it. If not, like, you're good. Yeah. And then it was just as that. And now it's just, like, second nature for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mine's pretty similar. Like, I was, like, on the later end, like, the last, you know, girl in, like, my friend group and stuff like that. So, at that point, I was just, like, yeah, I kind of know You'd heard, the you'd situation. Heard, right. So, it was, like, before. yeah, I was, like, this isn't exciting. I was just, like, okay, finally. Like, <laughs> it's oh, here. Great. I wish that was my experience, friends. <laughs> oh, oh boy. My, mine's a two-parter as everything in my life is a two-parter. No. So I started my period while altar serving. Um, I remember distinctly cause I got dizzy. My brother and I were altar serving. That's very dramatic. At the 8 a.m. mass. So we're already exhausted. And when I pray the, our father, you know, I pray pretty enthusiastically, but not like a weirdo. Um, and there's a part where you're supposed to like raise your hands at the end, right? For those of you that don't know. And I went to go raise my hands and David kept pushing my hands down because he didn't like I was going too high. And so we were like arm wrestling and suddenly I got dizzy and had to sit down, get home, started my period. My mother proceeds to call every family member and tell them Alini laid an egg. Oh <laughs> my God. I love that. And I'm just like mortified. And my she sends my dad to go buy pads. And I'm like, oh my God. And then the next day I left for science camp. You know, the first day, I like that first Sunday, it was 
it, I, I guess it was just spotting, but I thought that's all I would need. So my gut, my dad got the thin ones. And, um, you know what? At least your dad knew what to get. Right. Fair enough. My dad's fantastic that way. Um, the next day, so Monday we're at science camp and I'm doing just fine with my panty liners. I go to bed. <laughs> I wake up the next morning and I'm like, my pants feel funny. Ew. And I had bled through my pajamas, through my sleeping bag, and literally it looked oh. like someone died in my sleeping bag. I would have oh been my god. Mortified. And I was luckily every, all the girls were so sleepy that nobody noticed. I walk I walked up to my counselor. I think her name was Dolphin. I don't know why Dolphin just Dolphin. sticks in my head. I have like a weird relationship with dolphins because I'm for some reason, I don't know if I was in the dolphin cabin, something dolphin was Okay, happening. so you go to your counselor. So I go to my counselor. They had to wash my sleeping bag. They had to wash my pajamas. And then the, instead of just giving me like a stock of pads, I had to keep going to the teacher's lounge every time I needed like two pads. They'd give me two pads at a time. So I would go through two within like half the day because they don't have like the industrial kind. It was just like the regular industrial. kind. Wait, you're holding like this. Is this a tampon? No, I was like, like this is how thick it is. It oh, was like, oh, 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 it wasn't very thick. I used the like on a like daily basis. I used stuff. the overnighter. <laughs> the like, I need stuff. a diaper. Yeah, like I needed the overnight you're ones. Not like helping. it's like yes. the ones that can last you hours, yes. especially when you're on science camp and you're out in the woods. And I'm like, what do you guys expect from me? It was mortifying. Finally, one of the teachers from Saint Simon. I actually told her this story a couple of weeks ago when we were on a Zoom thing together. I went in and I I was like standing at the door, like trying to get a teacher's attention, and she was like. Can I help you? And I was like, I just, I need, I need another pad. And she was like, okay, I'll be right back. She comes with like 10. And I was like, oh God bless you woman. Cause every other teacher would only give me one or two. And I'm like, no, I don't think you understand what's happening in my body right now. And it was my first period. And then I came home and I was like, mom, I never want a period again. Did your, did your dads buy your pads and stuff? If he ever went to the group, like if you needed a refill? Um, I don't think I've ever asked my dad, but my dad would not care. My dad was also bless him because I love him so much. Um, he, when we all started like wearing bras, mm. he would like get the training bras and he, I would be mortified at this, but now that I think about it, like he's such a good dad. Um, he would go through the store and wear the bras on his head Aww. or like drape them on him. And he, he like, and I'd be like, dad, this is so embarrassing. He's like, what? Like I can wear them too. And so <laughs> and like, I would be like so red. And my dad was like, yeah, we're buying, we're buying this bra for my daughter. And, and now I was like, that's such like a good like dad to like make make a joke out of a moment that I'm yeah. so like already like mortified about totally. um so yes I hold my dad at a very like high standard but if I ask my dad now like to this day like can you go buy me one he'd be like yeah sure let me know like do yeah. you have a brand do you have a preference he do it he does it for my mom all the time oh, so yeah, totally. yeah yeah my dad would send me pictures he's like you said the orange one there's all these orange ones which one do you want <laughs> um I have a question for you I was thinking about this today what is a trait of you that you wish you can change <gasps> oh my <laughs> I was thinking about this today because oh I was God. like, I knew that we were going to be here and I didn't know if we had to come prepared with questions. Like, it makes you think about what you like. Yeah, what you would change about yourself. Out. Yeah. I think that a trait that I've always been a very dependent person. Like mm -hmm. I've, from my mom to Chris, I've always been very dependent on someone else. Like mm -hmm. I did not feel comfortable anywhere without someone else being there with me, like a security blanket kind of. Um, so when, like, kind of like last year, I kind of found my independence. That's what I'm working on actively is, like, holding on to my independence. Like, that's why I went to Zephyr Point alone. Yeah. That's why I try to keep doing things by myself so that I don't get, like, attached to someone as, like, a security right. blanket. Because I think 
dependency is like a huge problem that I've had like since being a child. And so now I'm just continuing that. And I, I even was talk, talking to Chris, I was like, mm-hmm. I need to go places by myself in the summer so that I don't lose that ability yeah. to like be okay on my own in like a different situation. I gotta say, I do think you've been doing a really great job with that. Thank you. I, mean, I do you think live on been, your own. Like yeah. that's <laughs> already like a big like yeah. independence thing. It was yeah. a very big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Isabel, you looked like you had a thing. I feel like Isabel's I'm, like deep in thought right now. I am like, I'm like, she's perfect. <laughs> Eleni, you still thinking? I think there's so much about myself that I would change, but a lot of it is like, I also really wouldn't because I've it grown. made you who, yeah, who you are. Well, and I've grown to just like love the weirdness that I am. Okay. But I, I think one thing that I've been working on is, especially the past couple of days is really just like not avoiding things that I know are going to be good for me and just like getting my together. I think the thing I would change is my discipline and being able to do stuff, even if I don't have motivation. I think that motivation for me comes like it ebbs and flows and I need to be able to stay consistent regardless of motivation. I think that's something I would change. I mean, you did a lot of things the past two days. I've been so (laughs) productive the past two days. (laughs) It's ridiculous. You guys, I read an entire book. I mean, it was a really short book today, but I read an entire book today. That's wonderful. Because I want to start my day. I keep saying I want to start my day with nonfiction. Yep. (laughs) Thank you. I read an entire book today. I mean, it was an adapted, it's an adapted little book from a TED talk, but it was, it's called, We Should All Be Feminists. And it was really fascinating. Yeah. Nice. I like it. I think my trait, and I've been thinking about it a lot, and I think you guys heard me kind of talk about it last weekend, is I'm very passive Mm -hmm. um, with everything in my life. I just let, I pretend to let things go and pretend that they don't bother me. Mm -hmm. But then I slowly just start crying in my own bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I see myself getting in those like passive moments. And I'm like, like that with everything. Like you see me like at work, like I think my, my students know me as the nice teacher because they rarely ever see me get mad. And so I think like my goal this year is to start, I guess, not not being like super aggressive and being like, no, this hurts me um, and I expect more, but being more of like, yes, taking, cause I like to, I'm also like an internalizer. So I internalize things first and then I think about it. And if it bothers me in like two days then I like, I'd feel like the need to bring it up, but maybe like not waiting so long and maybe just kind of having those conversations with like, hey, like, I'm a little bit hurt by this or hey like not being so passive and not being like oh it's okay like I'll just do it for somebody like oh I'll take on um the math teaching for this week like even though I'm gonna be busy like so I think that's the trait that I hate the most yeah like voicing like your your feelings before just like letting it slide like each time like yes because it's like I notice that if I don't voice it to the person or like to my job or whatever I end up coming home and voicing it to you guys Mm -hmm. and being like this bothers me and then I also feel like that's emotionally taxing on both you too and because I'm like I feel I don't know I like I don't ever like feeling like I'm a burden to someone and I think that's why I I don't like being passive because I feel like I am passive because I feel that if I bring something up then I'm just going to be known as like oh she's always she's nagging or she's not happy or she's not this or or she can't handle it or she can't yeah she can't handle mm -hmm. her job or and so I think like that and I get I'm such an overthinker so I think in my like head like oh my god I'm going to be known as this person that is just like I'm nagging people, I'm nagging my friends. And so I think like I need to find that balance of like, okay, sometimes letting things go when I know that it's just like my feeling, but sometimes like my feelings are valid. And so that, yeah. Feelings are always valid. And I don't wanna come home 
and like vent to you on my lunch break about like you what always can yeah, but I, get I know that you don't want to. yes like I know I always can but it's like when I was trying to decide if I was going to stay at my job or not it was like one day I was like I'm gonna leave my job tomorrow next day I'm gonna stay no I'm gonna leave now I'm gonna stay and I was like sitting there and I walked upstairs and I was like wow my roommate must get so like because you weren't working so I don't think you can hear us but I was like <laughs> Eleni must get so tired of me because I'm always Aww. like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and like even with other things in my life like I'm always like Eleni and then I sit there and cry with you for like 20 <laughs> minutes I'm like I just don't know what I'm doing and she's like well talk about it like tell people like tell your job do this yeah. I'm like okay and then the next day it's like it never even happened <laughs> and so it's like I feel like I need to stop being passive in my life that is my goal this year is to like Awesome. start having those conversations and obviously like if my job is going to get upset or friend or anything gets upset by me bringing it up then I think that's also a clear sign of like it's not it's not me it's right, them like right. if they can't handle me just sometimes right. being like hey like I view things differently than you do like right. my feelings are going to get hurt in this situation like I hope you understand or I hope there's a middle ground yeah. and like if I like have those conversations and the person's like, well, you're wrong, blah, 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 blah. Then that's obviously like that. I'm going to take that as my sign of like, this 100%. is it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can like, I definitely feel like if I say no to something at work, it's like, I can't handle it. Mm -hmm. Or for me, it's just like that I can't handle my job. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to let people down or like create a burden because I'm not taking something else on. So even I had to ask for like an afternoon off to um, go to a doctor's appointment and even doing that, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I can't ask that. Like, it's going to create a burden. I have to find a sub, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, I did, and everything is fine. Everything was fine with it. But, like, still, like, it goes through my head of, like, I should just not ask and just, like, do it another time. So, like, I don't know. I feel the same way. I'm also very passive. I think it's the teacher in us because it's, like, we have students that, like, have things in their lives that they can't control. And so we just, like, excuse their behavior. And it's, like, those situations are fine. But at the same time, it's, like, as teachers, we take on so much emotionally socially physically I swear like it's just that Everything. job yeah like I feel so even though I'm distant learn like distant teaching right now I get done with the lesson and I am just drained because I'm yelling at the top yeah. of my lungs I am just like still trying to give all of my energy and yeah. it's so emotionally taxing mm -hmm. and so it's like then I like get done with work and then I like have to, like then I get even more like I don't know, I feel like more hurt by things that like people do or like I have a friend and I feel like I always put in more effort than she does in relationships. Right. Yeah. And so I let it go and it bothers me because then I like got a phone call. You never invite us there, like blah, 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 blah. And I got so hurt by it because I feel like I put in a lot of effort to that and I don't get anything back. And so I think that's like another thing, like being passive is sometimes you just let people's like low effort just go by and be like, okay, well, like they're doing their thing. Yeah. And it's like, at some point, like you have to realize like you yourself are a priority. Like you right. gotta, like, yeah. you got like, people should see you. Like, I understand like people have work and jobs right. or like work, school, blah, 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 like all of this stuff. But like, if I take the time to text you, I expect that back. Totally. Like yeah. my parents are busy, but I get a good morning text from both my mom and dad every single morning without Aww. fail. Oh my yeah. God. And so, so yeah. And like every single day they're both like, good morning, like love you. And like on Fridays, my dad puts like a little beer glass and was like, go enjoy your weekend <laughs> kiddo. And that so it's so like, sweet. yeah. That's so cute. And so it's like, that is cute. It is. And so it's like, my parents like have busy lives, but they still put in the effort to take right. text every single one of their daughters right. that. And so it's like, to me, it's like, I need to stop being so passive about things like that. Really? Like, mm -hmm. I think that's great. I think yeah. it's great that you want to start voicing 
what you feel when you feel it. Yes, let's see if it actually works. <laughs> it's the story of my life. Like if a friendship that I've been putting a lot of effort into and like the other person's not reciprocating, it hurts me I probably way more than it hurts them because, well, I think we talked about this one time. The more effort you're putting in, that's why teaching is so hard. That's yeah. why relationships are so hard. It's because you're putting your all in. Yeah. And when it's not reciprocated back to you, it hurts way more. Isabel, you're on the hot seat now. What's your trait? I, the trait I would... Change, change about yourself. Wait, you guys gave great answers. Like, I'm working on this. I'm working on, <laughs> I'm like, working on it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but, like, thinking about it, like, the trait I would probably change is I'm a very, like, one, a very, like, stubborn person. I could um, be less stubborn. <laughs> and also just, like, less... Um, like impatient as well. Like those are the two traits that like come to mind is like stubbornness and impatientness. But like, am I working on that? Like probably not, but like probably should. Um, recognizing that those are your traits is you working on them. Exactly. Let's just say that now. Like, I can recognize Absolutely. that I'm very stubborn and very impatient. <laughs> If you were to work on it, how do you oh think my you God. would go about that? Do I don't know. know. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in six months from now for an update. I will that. fill you all in. <laughs> I will let you know when it happens. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay, I kind of want us to share like our bonding moments with like each other. Like Ooh. when we like, what was like, like a okay, peak moment? Okay, before we do that though, okay. I do want to talk about how lucky we all are. Like kind of what you just said about, oh, okay. yeah. about how we found each other. <laughs> I want to kind of tell our, our listeners Ooh. how we came to be roommates because I love this story because it's just, it's so out of left field. It's, it's so very out of left field. We hope you tune in next week on Tea with Friends to hear the rest of our conversation with Jocelyn and Isabel where we talk about how we met. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube at t.w.friends and we'll see you next time. Love you guys. Bye, friends. Bye.